Welcome to You, Me and Design with me, Toby, and my husband, Mikey. We're the interior design podcast where we chat about home trends, our decor icks, and help with your own design dilemmas, all while sipping a different cocktail each week. Cheers. Just about recovering from my cold. The lurgy. Yeah, it's taken... About a week. Yeah, it's yeah. actually not that long. You no. were, you haven't been you were ill for a couple of days. Yeah. And now it's just like the lingering. It's just lingering on. Sorry, I won't keep badgering on about how ill I am. Every week, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> anyway, episode three. Cheers. Cheers. That was, that was such a nice. Should we do it again? I think it's too full. We're so obsessed with getting a good clink, yeah. are we? I actually remember one of my first ever stories on Instagram. I don't know if anyone was here for that. We got some LSA glasses and I kept saying how good the clink was. And those <laughs> The people, wine ones? Yeah, the yeah. large wine glasses. They do make a good clink, unlike this. They do make a good clink. We're actually being a bit cop-out-tish, cop-out-ish <laughs> today. And we're having just a gin and tonic because... Yeah. We wanted something easy, something simple. We're actually going away later this week. So we have basically been really manic trying to get loads of work done <laughs> and recording this podcast very, very last minute. Yeah. So yeah, we've kept it simple with a nice gin and tonic. And someone actually said, or a few people messaged to say that at the start of the episodes, we should share the recipe. So from next week, we're going to be doing <laughs> that. But if you want to join in and have a gin and tonic today, what gin have we got? recipe is gin and tonic i think it's actually i don't know because we've got it in a decanter mm. so i don't think it it's seed anything no no that's, that's the not alcoholic it's bloom sapling or something isn't it bloom the tall bottle oh yeah it was bloom bloom because we couldn't fit it in the cupboard it's too big to fit in the cupboard so grab a gin and tonic and join in join in let's cheers. get into it cheers You know, in last week's episode when we said about having a picky tea? Yeah. That was our favourite thing. (laughs) I don't know why it really stuck with me. Someone messaged me on Instagram to say that they have picky teas all the time. And actually a few people messaged me (laughs) to say the name of what they call a picky tea. Lots of people. Oh, I think someone replied on the like to the podcast question as well on Spotify about this. Was it a platter of plenty? I mean, it could have been something like that, yeah. It just really made me <laughs> laugh. I literally had to write it down because I was like, I love that so platter much. I'm going to have good. a platter of plenty. <laughs> I, I love that. That's, good. that's almost as good as a bring and share. Yeah, maybe we'll start calling it a platter of plenty. Maybe. I'm actually going to do plentiful platters for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. A Christmas platter of plenty. I think we're going to do that's lots of hosting. Huh? That's quite a tongue twister. Platter of plenty. Platter of plenty. Platter of plenty. We're going to be doing like a Christmas gathering I think aren't we in a few weeks I feel like we can actually talk about Christmas now that the now that Halloween is gone have you seen all of those memes that are like it's Elf from the film yeah and it's me on 31st of October and it's Wednesday and then it's (laughs) 1st of November and it's Elf like all excited which is literally me Mariah Carey must have just about defrosted Mm. (laughs) and Michael Bublé Michael Boobs (laughs) who's better for Christmas I would say Michael Bublé yeah I prefer Michael Bublé although fun fact I don't know if I ever would have said this but our wedding song was yeah. All I Want For Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey. Yeah, that was our first dance. First dance, which 
might sound incredibly tacky to a lot of people, but it is quite. And it we, is tacky, we loved it. and we went for it. <laughs> we did classy for the rest of the day, and we thought, effort. We're yeah. gonna. When go. the party starts, the class goes out the window. Exactly. Our wedding was just before Christmas, and the song number one, I think, when we got married was. Do you remember? It was Elton John, wasn't it? Elton John and Ed Sheeran. Yeah, love that song. How does it? Merry Christmas, everyone. Sorry, we're actually not going to start singing (laughs) Christmas songs. It is a bit too early. Um, Although we have started going, doing some Christmas shopping, haven't we? Not for presents for other people, but for decor for the house. Yes. We had a nice trip to Bath on the weekend. And Sam Wilson, I don't know if anyone's heard of it, but definitely Google the brand if mm. you haven't because they had some really nice pieces in didn't they we got oh a few gosh. things the smell as well as you walk through the door is incredible so good they have what's the brand of the candles plum and ashby plum and ashby yeah which is so nice yeah and they also had loads of cinnamon sticks yeah, which honestly I, it was incredible yeah so good so that was very nice what else has been going on my camera that oh, was a yeah, a nightmare with your camera. I don't know about anyone else. Mikey, I'm sure, will agree, but I am <laughs> probably the clumsiest person. No, do you know what was really annoying about the camera was Toby's, um, what's it called? Tripod. Toby's tripod has been broken for, like, months and just getting progressively worse. And almost, I'd say, like, every other day, I'm, I say to you, are you going to get another tripod? Can you order another tripod? You just have to do it on Amazon. It will I'm take you honestly, two seconds. not even joking. I've just had to get up because... Okay, so I'm sure a lot of you know this already, but I'm very, very neurotic and like... I don't know what the word is. It's like very organised with certain things, isn't it? And I, every day, I've got my book, you're here, in front of me and I write a to-do list every day. And honestly, look at the last few days. Every day it says order, order tripod. tripod. I literally write it every single day. Like, oh, he, he order still tripod, hasn't done it. Order tripod every day, and I still haven't ordered but one. I've but... been telling him to order this tripod for ages, and I think honestly, the day before this happened, I said to you, like, you really need to order a tripod because I know <laughs> you're going to do something, and it's you're going to have a flip out because if you do something, you will get very angry at yourself. What happened? And what happened the next day? He left his camera on the tripod and the whole thing fell over and the camera broke gutted which is a gutter because it's also very expensive it's a very they are expensive like camera. thousands of pounds so it's currently in for repairs which Luckily is, it was covered yeah it's all covered so hopefully it comes back fine but i did buy a temporary one but yeah although actually it worked out to be a happy accident because you got a kind of like upgraded vlog camera didn't you yeah so which is good our vlogs will be better isn't it so weird like i have to think about this sometimes and remind myself it but that a part of work is like filming and talking like oh, this no. like everyone listening thank you so much <laughs> because it honestly i was always the person at school that was like toby talks too much on his report like yeah. on my report and it was like toby just sits talking at the back of the class blah 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 and like i've made a job constantly. Out and now i've made a job talking to <laughs> you lovely people so i feel very grateful yeah, for that cool. when i think about it and like vlogging as well is so nice because i think i always really struggled with like expressing creativity which is why i kind of went down studying art and that route but 
obviously with design and with vlogging and editing and filming it's actually yeah. really creative so yeah you're very lucky really nice. well not lucky you've worked hard for it but, but you're I am lucky, lucky that this is a type of job you can do nowadays yeah i know my privilege yeah i think that's also it's very important not just about work but even like our home and stuff there's yeah. a lot going on in the world right now which i'll actually just say now we're not going to comment on it we want this to be like an entertaining yeah. space away from what seems to be a lot of negativity but we obviously do have conversations about it literally every day yeah. and we're talking about it and stuff but yeah we want this to be a positive space but we're very lucky to have what we have in work yes, and life our lucky. home so let's take a moment and toast to that to our good fortune and the privilege we have because a lot of other people don't so yeah. send love there Yes. Also, just on that note, before we actually get into the podcast, because I don't think we've spoken about this for a while, but I'd be really interested to know. Sorry if you can hear Stormy Stormy. jumping up at me. She's literally. No, down. Stormy, down. Good girl. No, she's not very well behaved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'd be really interested to know what do you think you would do now if you could go back? me yeah and start your like career path again you can obviously you could you can I think you can start a job at any age but what do you think you would want to do I actually I know we've probably had this conversation before I've always said I think I would have loved to have been an estate agent yeah I can imagine you doing that because I just love nosing around people's houses (laughs) although not in a rude way but do you think you would be able to sell a house? Like, as in, do you think you'd be able to be like, oh, what? Like, okay, for example, yesterday we signed up to a new gym and we got a tour of the gym and the guy was really selling, like, well, and the spa, wow. It's second, it's amazing. I no, said, but, this is really nice. No, but I mean, do you think you could do his job of no, kind of I being cringe? I don't think that's a, the best way to sell something. I don't think you need to walk around like, Oh my God, look at this amazing fridge freezer. It's double. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so. But I think I could do that. You're selling me at our house. Come on, walk me around our kitchen as if you're. I would a... be the calm, cozy Ooh. estate agent. Yeah, but give me an. So walk me around our kitchen now. <laughs> do a pitch as if you're. No, I'm not performing monkey. Yeah, go on. This okay. has gone from what would you like to do as a job to basically interviewing me for a job that I don't want. <laughs> Oh, I think someone's here to visit our house. (laughs) Sorry, I set the dogs off there. They ran to the door because they thought that was someone there. But it was, (laughs) and it's the new person who's going to see our house. So why don't you walk them around the kitchen? Go on, give your best sales pitch. This is so horrible. Everyone, please let us know if Mikey's could be an estate agent. Okay, go. Right, welcome to this lovely beautiful cottage kitchen we have here oh it's lovely what are your initial thoughts <laughs> it's a great <laughs> opener yeah it looks lovely could you just run me through all of the the different appliances and what's in here please yeah so we've got a range master over here and which one is that the elise <laughs> <laughs> right I don't great condition <laughs> that comes with the house any estate <laughs> agents listening, please give us some tips. Cause well, I've never done it them. before. All right. Why don't you get a bit of practice <laughs> and next week you can sell us the lounge. I'm not going to be an estate agent, but maybe if I could start from scratch, I would be a lot better than that. Okay. You'd go on a little course. Yeah. You'd go on a little acting course. It I does... could have ended up on selling sunsets. I think selling sunsets. <laughs> Is that what it's called? I think it's just selling sunsets. Selling sunsets. I, I could have sold some sunsets. <laughs> you <laughs> right. went really Welsh then. 
<laughs> like you're in Gavin and Stacey. <laughs> I could have gone on selling sunsets. That's actually back soon. Is it? In the next couple of weeks. And I also saw today... Gavin and Stacey? No, selling sunset. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw today something about Emily in Paris back soon. Ooh, exciting. Four. But I don't think they've even filmed it, but they posted like coming soon. Confirmed it. I think it was already confirmed. I don't know. Anyway, that was the longest intro ever. <laughs> Not as long as our first episode. That was very long. That was long. Evolve. <laughs> Evolve. <laughs> but let's get into it. Let's get into it. Right, okay. So it's time for my topic of the week. Okay, I'm ready. I don't know if this is particularly a topic, but... It's just something you said this week and I thought it was quite interesting and I never really understand the reason why. Okay. Okay, so this week, yeah, we got a new rug. <gasps> oh my God. No, but this actually could be the same as my ick. Oh. They could really cross over. That's oh, really? fine. Okay, I that's kind so. of interesting. Okay. So, you always say, I think you heard it somewhere, but you always say you should always buy the biggest rug you can afford. Yeah. Slash fit. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Okay, so I actually feel like every single interior designer, stylist, homemaker says the same thing, that you should buy the biggest rug you can afford. And I think there are a few reasons why rugs are really good to start with. Right. So what, big rugs or just Just rugs? rugs in general. They obviously add another layer of softness. So if you've yes. got hard flooring or tiles or anything that's like hard to the eye a rug will instantly soften it yeah they can also be really practical because they can protect your floors true which is good so if you have like a spill or a stain or something you can especially with a lot of brands now like the one we just got from ruggable yeah you can just fold it up put it in the washing machine and then it comes out good as new but the reason that you should have a big rug I don't actually know. I think it just looks a lot better. I think you would probably have to look back to like history and design. Yeah. And if you look back to like older decorating rules and designers, they would, if you think about like very grand wealthy properties yeah. and you know, they have those really like rich, thick yeah. pile rugs. So is it that it makes it look more expensive? I think it's that it makes it look more expensive. It makes your scheme look more cohesive because it looks less like itty-bitty furniture. <laughs> itty-bitty. <laughs> itty-bitty rugby committee. <laughs> yeah, one of my friends used to always say she was a part of the itty-bitty titty committee. Titty committee. Itty-bitty titty committee because she had small boobs. But yeah, I think it... It makes your room feel more together. I think a big rule, so obviously m most people have a rug in their living room and a big rule is that all of your furniture should at least have two of its feet on the rug. So if you've got a sofa that has four legs, right. two of those should be sat on the rug or all of them. Right. Okay. So it shouldn't be a rug in the middle. Of, a lot of people call it a rug island. If it's just a small rug. Yeah, which basically is when you've got this tiny rug that is too small for a room and is just drowning in the space, which essentially is what we had in our dining room, isn't it? Yeah. 
Stormy's just having a drink. Stormy's going swimming in her water bottle. <laughs> she literally did dunk her whole head in. And now Ziggy's come to join in. What's in there? Stormy, I'm talking about rugs here. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it is interesting. I, I would like to know more about why. Yeah. I'm gonna so go it's just a general interior design rule it's just you follow. An interior design thing that I think most people would follow. The, the flip side or the argument, I guess you would say is they if you're intentionally wanting a small rug that can actually look really good so right. maybe as a runner or in a bathroom oh, if okay. you want That's something slightly different i guess different. a runner is not really a rug is it? it is but or it's if you had like an entrance hall for example and you had like a big entrance hall kind of like an american style or an old british manor and you had a hall flower display table or something and you, you know just want the rug to be for that yeah you might have a small rug just to kind of anchor that space so that maybe that's where your guests don't stand right like maybe okay, if they're yeah, walking through with muddy feet they would stay on the hard floor that can be like mopped easily and the rug is just for to soften the 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 table to the floor which okay. is also a good thing with the rug so say for a dining room yeah traditionally you would have a wooden table like we do mm-hmm. a rug is a really good way to bridge the gap between the wooden floor and the table so that if there's different wood tones or colors they're not kind of stepping from yeah, one to the other there's true. a rug to bridge and soften the gap so yeah, that actually does make sense it kind of helps everything soften and i would also say my like go-to for a rug is just a really good size or rug but more and more I really love patterned rugs mm. and we've just gone from ruggable which is great because you can actually change the cover for yeah, the rug cool. which so you buy basically a base and then you can replace the covers for like a hundred pounds sometimes a bit more so if you want to change the design of your rug every year or two or even seasonally and kind of store them away and get out a brighter color in the summer and a moodier one in the winter you can do that really easily so yeah it's good for people like you that like to change things every week (laughs) literally so yeah very happy with that but that's my two piece on rugs but i will say that my designic of the week was actually small rugs oh was it yeah it was rugs it was floating island rugs so people that have like two small rugs and my like is that because we just got a rug um yeah maybe it was subconscious no it actually was i wrote on my thing because that's what i thought i was like i'll make it topical because we did just put the rug out yesterday i'll have to think of another one after a brief interval but um yeah basically to include the ick anyway because why not i hope i don't offend anyone although i do know some people quite close to me that have done this in the past but we literally basically had one we had one but for not we didn't buy it for the space we were just reusing a rug from upstairs until we could buy a new one yeah but yeah i really hate in a living room yeah when you have a rug and then like a coffee table on the rug and then no other furniture on it. Like the sofas are like separated from the yeah. rug. Yeah, I, I honestly think that looks dreadful, like really bitty. Re- I really don't like how that looks. <laughs> and I know that's really opinionated and probably just stupidly obsessive, but I just really don't like how that looks. No. I don't know what your thoughts. It doesn't offend, I mean, I, my thoughts are never going to be as strong as yours. That doesn't offend me. Yeah. Like if I go to someone's house and they have a nice rug but it's small I probably wouldn't be thinking oh my gosh that rug's not touching two of the legs of that sofa I'm so (laughs) angry about that but 
I know what I getting the rug in the dining room now. Yeah, it does look way better than yeah before. Hundred percent. So I think maybe you're right. Rules should always be basically like the topic is, but spend as much as you can afford on the, the on the right side. For the size. Yeah, get yeah. the right size yeah. for your room. Fill the room. Just leave a small gap around the sides. I think yeah. it just looks so much better. And I actually had a design dilemma. Someone emailed me and they're rolling all the content into one we've done a my topic and it and now we're getting on to design dilemma <laughs> no but it's about a rug as well so i feel like i should just cover it in this but someone asked if you would recommend her name was rachel she asked if you'd recommend a rug on top of carpet right which okay why didn't you say your thoughts mikey i would say i used to think no yeah and then when we renovated originally, we had a rug in our bedroom over carpet. And to mm. be fair, our carpet was, oh, it's like man-made sisal. Yeah. Which I do think is slightly different to normal carpet. But maybe my opinion would be a rug in a different material to the carpet. You've literally just taken the words out of really? my mouth. Well done. I feel like I'm learning Cheers. from you. Cheers. Well done. Is yeah. Right? I was literally just going to, all I was going to say was, I would suggest not having the same texture. So if you have like a really plush, luscious carpet, I think it could look slightly strange having some... A luscious rug. A luscious rug. Like but a sizal rug. Exactly. So maybe bringing in like a rougher texture could be good. The only thing is I think it normally works best the other way. So if you yeah. have a rougher carpet and you want to soften that by bringing in like a wool or yeah. like a, a softer material rug that obviously makes sense yeah. mentally and visually yeah, because the whole point of a rug yeah. is to soften the floor so if you've got really soft carpets what's the point you're not looking to soften your carpet so maybe you could just put masking tape down on your left <laughs> carpet and paint the area that you would like like oh rug. that's a fabulous idea <laughs> <laughs> either way i think you can still do it go for a rug and if you are filling most of the room anyway if you have luscious yeah. carpets then i don't know why i'm calling them luscious <laughs> then you won't really see that much of it luscious anyway. carpets and scratchy rugs it's a perfect combination <laughs> <laughs> okay so i've had to come up with a new ick because obviously mine was the small rugs but i've actually got quite a controversial one Okay. Eyes on me. Mikey's looking at his phone. Sorry. No time for phones. We're, we're doing the pod. <laughs> so, quite controversial, but my ick is overstyling. Overstyling? Yeah. What is that? Okay, so I, a lot of you will probably, if you follow me elsewhere, will know that I do a lot of things that are like styling a corner of my home, styling, blah, blah, blah. And the word styling, I actually find a bit grotesque anyway. I use it all the time. <laughs> but I don't think, like, styling is just placing things out. Right. It's like a modern way. And everyone says it. Like, if I speak to my mum on the phone and I'm like, what are you doing today? She's like, oh, I'm just restyling my bookcase or something. Like, yeah. it's normal to say. Yeah. But, like, when did that become a thing? Because surely five years ago, before the world of instagram homemakers and whatever yeah, true. it would have just been like oh putting some books on my shirt like you're just yeah. putting your possessions out we ever used to say styling no before we you made your instagram account never would have said styling yeah. so 
but basically so with that that's one thing that I'm a bit like ick but I do it all the time so, so. I'm in that category <laughs> so just so you know I can make fun of myself <laughs> but overstyling okay right. you know and I've been so guilty of this in the past but have learned to like tame things down right but I'm thinking like bookcases where it's like filled with clutter and basically tats of like 12 vases yeah different like decorative books that they've never read yeah picture frames with like postcards from like antique like yeah kind of like we so used to do that. We or you so used to a hundred percent used to do it like years ago, and have just kind of learned, I guess, better design. And we do still have some books around that we don't read. No, no, they're coffee table books though, which is so different. Oh, true. Actually, we have put all the other books. In the yeah, table. we don't have, but we have reading books that we either have read or intend yeah, to read, or we have coffee table books which are like Designed I use to them look nice to look in yeah. for inspiration or. They just are attractive books yeah. from designers I like. So that's, we're perfect now. <laughs> we're absolutely we perfect. We are perfect and no now. one can criticise us. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah. I, and again, I don't mean this with offence because I love people that are passionate about their homes. Like I said that in last week's episode or the yeah. first one. Like I love that people now can, ev- anyone can be a stylist or a designer yeah. because they can learn and evolve and everyone should have their own style. But for me personally, I really don't like when like shelves <laughs> are really cluttered with loads of things. And another thing, you know, when all of the pieces are like angled. Yeah, you do have a strange thing against angling. Yeah, unless like it's a picture frame. That's yeah. obviously not really going to sit facing forward, but... Maybe it's because I I did for a while with work, spend a lot of time on photo shoots and behind the scenes of the styling and pick things up that other people don't like. So you're probably like, oh, okay, I shouldn't like that. Yeah. And also all the time I'm looking at different like photographs for inspiration and Pinterests and speaking with designers and styling jobs and different things. So I feel like I can really clearly see what I do and don't like yeah yeah I don't know what are your thoughts on that on overstyling yeah I I don't love it I just can think of a few examples which I'm obviously not gonna say say it no why because I don't want to offend anyone but I can just think of things where I'm like oh there's a lot of stuff on that shelf yeah but I have thought that about our house before. I've thought that about so, our house. But which is why we've been on a mission to reduce yeah. and reduce the clutter. Yeah. But yeah, no, I do know what you mean. I don't have so much of a hatred for the angled thing as you do. Yeah. Whenever we go to some people's houses, you do have a tendency to straighten their like console tables if they've got books on a console table that are all sort of pointed into the middle of the console table you will straighten them i notice <laughs> kind of even without i think you do it subconsciously i do it in shops you'll as kind well. of walk past and just push it straight i also in saying this i don't mean that my way is the right way it's just, just something that kind of icks me out a bit and makes me like why are you angling all your furniture to the very center of the room maybe or everyone your... else is thinking why is all your furniture straight yeah probably when you're not <laughs> <laughs> gay <laughs> everyone else has gay 
console tables and we have straight console yeah. tables. We're trying to deflect. <laughs> no, gay, we're brothers. Everything in this house is straight. <laughs> what are you on about? No, no, no. We just, we happen to adopt a chihuahua. <laughs> so that's the ick. The ick of the week. Okay, we'll have it. So no short curtains, no signs and no... Overstyled. So you've got a bare, curtainless, <laughs> signless house. Straight house. <laughs> so it's time for this week's design dilemmas, which is the part of the podcast where we what? Where we answer <laughs> any of your design issues, things you're struggling with in your own home, or things you maybe just want to talk to a friend about, but you don't have a friend that you can talk to, so we're here. So <laughs> email us anything that you want to ask at hello at tobyshome.com or message me on Instagram, and we'll try and answer as many as we can. We have been inundated with quite a lot of them, so thank you so, so much. We're going to try and get through as many as we can over the next few weeks. All right, okay, so I've got another... Oh, should I just do another two? Mm. Yeah. Just two, because we did the one about the rugs from Rachel. Okay, yeah, so technically three. But, okay, so this one's from Lucy in Middlesbrough. Okay. And she said... I'm Lucy all the way from Middlesbrough in the northeast. Hi, Lucy from Middlesbrough in the northeast. <laughs> uh, I don't know either of you. I simply follow Toby's Instagram page and love a podcast, so I've listened to your first episode and have subscribed. Thank you so much, Lucy. Ah, oh, that's nice. Love Thank the you. show. Thank you. Like most people, I'm no interior designer, but try so hard to make my house a home. Help needed. My hallway is not small, but there is limited wall space due to doors and my staircase. For this reason, I can't decide I can't decide what to do. Oh wait, no, sorry. For this reason, I can't do what so many on Instagram do and have a nice console table set up. How can I make this a nicer first impression for my home? I've tried to make a bit of a feature out of one tiny wall using a mirror and a radi- radiator cover, but I think it's rather shit. Help needed. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually was sent a video oh, okay. with this one. So shall I try and pull that up so we can have a little look? Yeah. Okay, so I've just loaded up the video from Lucy and I'm going to try and describe it a little bit for you. And I might actually ask her if she minds me sharing it on Instagram. But basically how the space looks it's a fairly good size hall and it's kind of like a vestibule entrance yeah. hall and it's got what looks like maybe a victorian effect tile or patterned carpet i'm not sure and it's got all of the kind of rooms coming off of it so i'm guessing well i can see a living room and then maybe a kitchen yeah it's got basically every downstairs room every downstairs room and a staircase coming off of it and the staircase has already a really lovely runner so I really like that Lucy but I do know what you mean about it feeling maybe a little bit unfinished and less considered than you might like and I think personally, okay, so firstly, it depends on what you would want to spend on the space because you could go all out and do kind of all sorts. You could consider maybe putting some money into changing your front door and the window so that you're letting a lot more natural light in, which would give you obviously the opportunity to play with colour a little bit more and going for something deeper and richer, which would make the space feel a bit more like vibrant and like it has an impact when you come in to the house. But I would actually say the 
two most important things to think about if you're looking for quite a quick and easy fix would be lighting and colour. So when you've got quite a dark space with not much natural light, which it kind of looks like, I know you've got a window on the door, but it's a really good idea to cover basically every surface in the same colour. Would you agree with that, Mikey? I would say that if you went for, I'm not sure, kind of the the colour palette of your home, which is something we maybe can talk about in a future episode, but if you loved greens, for example, I think it would be really lovely to paint the UPVC front door and window, the skirtings and the ceiling all in a really lovely, rich olive green colour or something like that. I think that would make it instantly feel like it's been considered and it's done with intention, which I know that that sounds scary, but sometimes I think that's a really important thing to do is just to kind of be brave and make a risk. It always works out well. You could leave the ceiling a lighter colour to tie in with the staircase, or you could kind of paint out the staircase as well. And the handrail, maybe go for a more neutral colour, like a mushroom brownie colour. That would look really nice and... Yeah, okay, I'm going to say that. Maybe like a mushroomy brown. Yeah. Like a somewhere, a very deep colour. And I would paint the stairs, the woodwork, everything in that colour. And then I would look into getting some wall lights added. So if I were you, I'd add a couple going up the stairs. And then one on the left-hand wall kind of going into the living room and then maybe one on the other wall as well above the radiator i think that would yeah look that could actually have a lamp on that tape yeah there's which would be a nice place there's a very small table kind of as you come into the door one of those corner console tables which if you have electricity there definitely pop a a wireless one or if not buy a wireless one you can even buy a non-wireless lamp and you can buy bulbs on amazon or something that can you just wireless, yeah, yeah. You, they're wireless and you just kind of screw them in like a normal bulb and you recharge yeah. them which is a really good option and yeah you could also potentially sorry I'm giving you loads of different ideas but you could potentially change the ceiling light just to be a little bit more impactful so I would say those are your main things look at adding some different lighting so wall lights and a lamp and then look to paint everything in one color to give some impact yeah. i think those are the best things i guess that's more in general for small hallways as well mm-hmm. which I yeah think, yeah i would say so and just anything i think that's going to give intention yeah. to a space is a really good idea whether it's covering the whole thing in paneling yeah or paint like tongue and groove paneling or going really in on a deep dark color or painting yeah. it all blue like doing something that Makes feels intentional feel. yeah when... i'd also say this is nothing to do with interiors to be fair but mm-hmm. i always and this is kind of my thing i'm obsessed with our house smelling nice yeah and i think if you can <laughs> like make a house smell really nice as soon as you walk through the door that's always something that i notice when yeah. i go into houses or even our house i i swear every day i come home from work i'll say whether it smells nice or not yeah you do which um, is so that yeah another really that's quite good... a big thing i think that can kind of trick not trick people but almost make people look past what they're actually seeing with their eyes yeah yeah kind of like if you meet someone who not to sound offensive but maybe isn't the m- most beautiful belle 
<laughs> the bell of the, the ball. Um, and they smell amazing. And yeah, it's attractive. Whatever you think, like, like wow, yeah. God, you smell nice. Yeah. And you want to compliment them. So in the same way that you would do that to someone that you hugged and they smelled nice, you want your home to be the same. Be yeah. the same. Like, you want it to hit people like a hug. There we go. There we go. The next one's from James, and he says... Hi, James. My husband and I are soon to be welcoming our first child into our lives. He's a little boy, three years old, and we couldn't be more excited. Cute. That is exciting. That said, we're struggling to agree on the decoration of his bedroom. Mm. Do you have any ideas for kids' bedrooms? We want it to go with our quite contemporary home interior style, but want it to be a space that he likes too. Thanks in advance. Love the podcast. Thank Thanks, you. James. That's very kind. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, it's always tricky, isn't it, when you and your partner disagree on decorating. We've had that before, where yeah. I want to do something and you don't agree, and especially if one of you doesn't have the upper hand in saying, like, "Well, I work in design, so I want to do yeah. this." Then I guess it is also difficult because if you're designing a child for a children's bedroom, and it's, especially by the sounds of it, I'm assuming adopting. Yeah, you want to do what's best for, for the them. child so like yeah. me and you i feel like would not have that argument because we, well i'm sure we probably actually would have that argument because yeah you would be like well i can't have a room that's not in my palette and i'll yeah. be like well he, he loves batman yeah that i mean <laughs> that's exactly what i was gonna say my initial thought was obviously as you both know like not to patronize your child comes first and you want to obviously make a space that they love like you've said i think a really good place to start is to actually look at the rest of your house the things that you love that you've done and maybe choose one of those colors and if it's really contemporary and neutral and clean maybe go for a color within that palette so if you have a lot of wood tones why don't you paint the room in a deeper darker color or something or do a half height in that color and yeah. decorate the room quite simply and plainly and then when you welcome the child into the room and you learn more about them and their interests ask them to get involved that's yeah. kind of what i would say i would say if you don't love having crazy crazy colors you're obviously going to have to compromise <laughs> in some way because children's toys are yeah. really vibrant and colorful you can't have everything completely sleek and modern if that's your style mm. in the same way that we couldn't have everything neutral. like neutral yeah. and cottagey it would have to be whatever they suited wanted. to the yeah. child and what they want and because we'll probably adopt as well i'm sure we'll be facing <laughs> a similar issue in a few years but if it were me in our home now if we had the room and we were decorating for a child I think I would be I would consider doing something like treating the ceilings in the same way I have in other rooms so yeah, yeah, maybe doing idea. the oak ceiling and making sure that that's all obviously safe and secure yeah. and then maybe do the walls in a nice soft neutral yeah get a really nice wooden bed Mm. and chest of drawers maybe that is just really simple and timeless and complements the ceiling and then I'd be bringing in like funky bedding that they can choose like we could go to the shop and see what they choose because that can obviously be swapped out as they get older or as their taste changes you could take them shopping every few months and they could or every couple of years and they could choose some new bedding 
or even if if you want to have white bedding because obviously that's easy to keep clean you could just get a really funky throw in a pattern or some really cool lighting you can get like nowadays you can get some really nice lamps like fun colors bobbin lamps that look really nice and you can get matching mirrors so you can still have it feel cohesive and designed without being a traditional like barbie batman spider-man bedroom um but that still feels in your taste but also it's fun for the child that's true i always i don't know why this stuck with me but some on i feel like it could have been interior design masters or something like that on a program yeah they were talking about children's bedrooms and i always thought it was quite a good idea that someone said on a program like that yeah was to kind of pick a palette yeah of colors or wallpapers or whatever yeah and then let the child choose from that yeah that's what i know sounds a bit restrictive i think that was sophie robinson said that yeah i know that sounds probably quite restrictive but it's quite a good way to kind of have a compromise yeah if you pick quite a a wide range of colors yeah that you would be happy with having and the tones so if you say it was pink but you picked a slightly like more neutral pink or a blue that was more pastel or whatever your taste is yeah, then I think they that's can a pick really from good that, idea. And then that's another idea. You could paint the room and decorate it kind of neutrally to start yeah. with, and have it as something to look forward to to do with your to son together, when you yeah. welcome him. And that would be a really nice bonding thing. Yeah. And you can take like get him interested in interior design if you seem like you both are. Yeah, exactly. that can be like a really nice yeah. thing to do together. And like Mikey said, you can give him kind of a range of blues yeah. greens yellows that you're happy with and say which one we really want you involved which one do you choose just yeah. trick them like dogs <laughs> these are the only paint colors that the <laughs> there, shop there's sells. no other paint colors so you have to have one of those yeah i think that's a good idea and good luck with everything and please send us pictures when yeah. you decorate we'd love to see <laughs> The dogs are literally at our feet. I know, begging. Begging for for dinner. It's still too early. They've got 15 minutes until the usual dinner time. Keep them on a tight leash, literally. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for listening to that episode. It felt a lot quicker today, didn't it? I know. I feel like I could have chatted for much longer. But I think the next episode will be a little bit longer than usual because we're going away. Yes. So we're going to actually upload a video version as well. So if you want to see the setting that we're in, we're in a really lovely cottage, which we've booked really last minute. We just needed a break. So we're going to record the episode episode there so on youtube we'll actually show a bit of a tour of the cottage yeah. in that video as well and we'll probably be a bit more merry because i'm yeah. assuming we probably would have had a few drinks before yeah. we shoot it. i think it's gonna be a <laughs> long long episode so if you want us to answer any of your design dilemmas then please email us at hello at tobyshome.com and we'll answer as many as we can but <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the episode and If you haven't already, we would really, really appreciate it if you got to this point and you did enjoy the episode to leave us a review because it really helps us and we appreciate every single one that's been there so far. We'd love to thank you personally. So thank you very, very much. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Have a lovely week. Yeah, have a great week. Thank you for listening to You, You, Me and Design. (laughs) <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's better when it's empty. That was good. <laughs> <laughs>